This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Rudy, can you get this woman to stop hovering over me? I mean, it's every day I come in here and she's hanging all over. What are you doing? There you go. The second I saw Brittany walk over there, I was like, oh, this is not going to be a good start to the day. No, it's going to hit the wall big time. It's no question. Sorry, about it. I just had to flip your camera. You flipped my camera, See? man. Now I've got to flip mine, and oh, then now funny, when we look yeah. at each other, we'll be looking at each other. Yeah, that'll be good. See? See, look at, oh, well, yeah, you're right. Why does yours flip again? No, I'm so, I keep making me, it looks like I'm looking to my left when I'm looking it to my right. It flipped it again. That's weird. Mm. Okay, so I look, so look at, to look at Brittany, I have to look at you on the camera. <laughs> yeah, no, I see what you mean now. It yeah, flipped I'm looking it at again. It. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Weird. That's funny. That sounds like a Monty Python line. It flipped it again. It flipped it again, <laughs> governor. <laughs> governor. Run away. I still, God, I love them to this day. You know they got a thing called Best of the Best, I think it's called, on, on one of the streaming services? Oh, I bet it's good. It's the best short little cut-up bits from Monty Python. It's brilliant comedy. Those guys were so amazing. Mm-hmm. I still love that line when the king of the empire brings his son over to the window of the castle. He goes, someday all this will be yours. And the kid goes, well, the curtains. <laughs> See, now, that's a brilliant line. I'm sorry, but that's funny. That is funny. Well, the curtains. <laughs> he's all upset. That's all he's getting. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are the curtains to the house. Okay, so where were we? You were going to tell me something about something the news or some. Oh, Rudy told me exciting news. Oh yeah, you said Rudy's got exciting. What's the exciting news? Uh, well, uh, I'll be taking uh, a little road trip, uh, May nineteenth and May twentieth. Be uh, down in Oklahoma City, four shows, Bricktown Comedy Club, opening for the one and only Adam Carolla. Oh, Adam, that's great. Yeah. Isn't that Adam's a great? great? Guy. Yeah, Adam is a really nice guy. Yeah, I'm such a fan. I've been such a fan for so long. I mean, the man show days. I mean, I was like 16 years old when the man show came out. It was girls jumping on trampolines. Obviously, this guy basically raised me on TV, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's a great guy to work with. Uh, I just Matter of fact, the only time I've been on stage with the guy was here at the Varsity Theater. Mm-hmm. And I was so fascinated by the way this whole thing was set up. I just kept looking out at the audience <laughs> Turn like, it around. You didn't talk anywhere near enough. I said, but I was just fascinated by looking out and watching people's faces reacting to Adam Carolla and his his staff, and I just I found it to be fascinating. That is so <clears throat> exciting. That's so cool. And Rudy, that is so exciting for you because I know he's no, just great. a huge fan, and you get to open for him. Yeah, thank um, you. You know, we Adam. Had, and we get AJ, which is even more exciting. We get to oh, get Louis Rudy for a day. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's May, May what? May 19th and 20th, four so shows. About yep. three weeks mm-hmm. away. Oh. Yeah. Yep. And you're leaving Wednesday after the show? No, I'll leave Friday morning, like 7, like, like 4 a.m. Oh, four shows on two days. Yeah, two, yeah. so oh, he, here's okay. the thing. I didn't realize, uh, no flights to Oklahoma City. There is one what? flight. There's one flight that leaves Minneapolis. It is... Uh, 6.45 p.m. on a Friday, and the only return flight is Monday morning at, like, I don't know, it's like 8 a.m. So I just weird. thought, you know what, we're just going to have to drive it. Charter a private. You're welcome. Yes, of course. Why didn't I think of that? Obviously, thank you, Brittany, for your, what a problem solver you are. You're welcome. <laughs> well, it's one way, so it only should be about 50 grand. What's the problem? What's the big deal? Yeah. What's the big deal here? I have a friend that's done very, very well in his life. I mean, he had a business and just kicked ass, made a lot of money, retired young and all the rest of it. I said, why don't you have a private jet? Yeah. And he said, 
because every time I got on one, I would look at my money flying out the back end of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true, man. <sighs> that stuff's expensive. Oh, yeah. Ooh. When they break down like what it is, you're just like, I don't, in what world? In what world? Okay, I got to read this headline even before the weather because somebody's being a smart ass because they're all over this, you know, everybody being fired on television now and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yep. How about this headline, though? You ready for a great headline? Uh-huh. This is from, I don't even know what news service it's from. doesn't say. But it's off a newser. And it says, there's a picture of Don Lemon. He's staring at us. Doesn't look like he's happy or sad. He's just kind of, kind of there. And the headline is, Insiders Explain Why CNN Soured on Lemon. Ah! Soured on Lemon, get it? <laughs> I saw that. It made me happy to see that headline this sure. morning. Soured yeah. on lemon. He's soured on lemon. Oh, has he? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you read that super sanctimonious uh, friggin' uh, that I don't know that statement he put out yesterday where it was like, no, if. I wish somebody, the higher-ups, would have at least had the decency to tell me face-to-face and not my agent. I don't know. Maybe they don't like you, and they don't want to make it awkward. Maybe you're kind of a dick and are hard to work with. So maybe that's what it is. Was that the one where they were like, they ended up tweeting out, CNN tweeted out too, they were like, yeah, we tried to have a meeting with you this morning, and you didn't show up. Oh, I didn't see that part, but yeah, that that does totally 1,000% fit the brand. (laughs) What's he going to do? Because nobody's going to hire him. There's no way anybody's going to hire that guy. What a pain in the They always land on their feet. It's always... I guess. No, I suppose you're right about that. There's no question. No, okay, very quickly. The best firing of you that ever happened. We'll start with Brittany. Oh, that's firing of me. Although you always quit. You're quitting because you quit. Always. Yeah, I, I did get fired from Granite City. And it was funny because they were like, do you want to come in? And I was like, sure. And I was like, uh, so I went in and they're like, you're fired. And I was like, so annoyed that they just Whoops. didn't do it over the phone. I, why not? Like, why yeah. did you just make me drive in here? And then I was like, I had to do like a walk of shame. Out sure. the, you know, oh, and yeah. everybody knew. And I'm like, bye. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So she got fired. Were you, were you a server? Yeah, I was a server. I okay. can't even remember why. I was really, I probably didn't show up for a shift or something like that. Um, I like their chow. They have good food there. I love their food. Yeah. I love their French onion soup. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, I like their food, too. I still like their food. I don't even feel like I was mad at them when they fired me. I was just more annoyed yeah, like, that they had me come in. Like, right. I could have, we could have done this over the phone. Like, I am not high up. You could have just said, we're letting you. All right. Right, yeah. And I'm, I'm 1,000% sure it was my fault. So no hard feelings, Granite mm-hmm. City. <laughs> well, there, oh, I got to mention very quickly because I was talking to Brittany about this. Both of us. And you can have all the cough buttons you want. But I, for the best several months, have to constantly clear my throat. What the hell is that? Uh, Why? Rudy's just so happy that we have a cough button now. Yeah, the, the, He's yeah but so it doesn't work. He's so sick of me doing this. <laughs> Waving your hands. Help me. Help me. Help me. And it's like that, like, I would always wait to the last second, too, because I'd be like, I'm not going to cough. And you do that, like, body shake. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like. <laughs> is that you coughing? <laughs> yeah, that's it was. Cough that's what it, I wish <laughs> it sounded that pretty at the time. True. And to this day, Gelfan will not. I mean, he's still mad at me. He's like, you brought in all of the diseases. Wait, but you have to tell us your best firing. Not yet. We got to get Rudy. Oh yeah, first. yeah, Rudy's. 
Uh, well, the only time I was fired in radio was at ABC 93X when they got bought for, by Cumulus and they mass exodus. That one Halloween when they just basically let oh, everybody right. go, that was yeah. a part of that. Dave Hamilton sat in the office and cried as he did it. I was like, Dave, I feel so – because he was he literally fired that day like 37 people. I know, yeah. It was awful. He, I felt uh, so bad for the guy. I'm like, Ugh. the only time I've ever been fired was my grandfather. My grandpa fired me. Fired you? Fired you from the family business. Yep. And he did it in such a nice way. He, this is exactly what he did. He goes, you know, uh, he goes, I see like, you know, every summer you've been out here like roofing with us and stuff. I think maybe you should try to, you know, go find something different to do. And I was like, I was like, oh, well, you know, like why? Like, you know, you, like am I, am I a performer? Is like, is that why? Is like, yeah. I'm, I'm am a good, I so talented? Yeah. Am, I, am I a talented guy? He went, no, because you're a shitty roofer. <laughs> Well, there you go. I was like, thanks, Now, Grandpa. what makes you a bad roofer? Like, yeah. what was your technique or what? I couldn't do it. I couldn't. F- I was so bad with the hammer and, like, putting down. And nobody did it. Like, my family doesn't do it with nail guns. They do it by hand. Oh, my God. So, yeah. They do it old school way. And I just, I could not get it. Snapping sixes and the chalk lines and this and that. My brain does not work like that. I just went, you know what? I'm, I just, I'll just haul the shingles. That's what I do. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. that's a rough one. So fired by your grandfather, you got fired for not showing up for work, which Probably. you deserved. I, I thousand percent agree. Like, but I missed that discount. We used to get like eighty percent off food no. there. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, food's there. They got good food, no doubt about it. Okay, so uh, WDGY eleven thirty a.m. on your dial. I left. Uh, matter of fact, I left Hubbard to go work over there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I met a lot of people that I can't stand today, but there were a couple of decent people there, but I get there about a year, I guess, something like that. And I get called into the office. So I go into the office and I'm sitting there talking to the general manager and the program director and Hey, how's everything going? Oh, everything's great. Just, I'm glad you stopped in. And we just wanted to mention a couple of things that are coming up. Uh, we got the, you know, obviously the state fair is going to be at the end of the summer, but this summer we got to go to the Aquatennial Parade. And we do, so you and, will you do all that stuff? I said, yeah, absolutely, not a problem. Yeah. They said, okay, well, that's it. I said, okay, well, I'm going to go back home, North Minneapolis, from 106th Street and 35W to North Minneapolis. Little traffic, so it took me about 35 minutes to get there and another 35 to get back. As I walked into my house, the phone was ringing. I picked it up, and they fired me. What? I don't, I'll, to this day, hmm. I don't understand. I was told... That was the first time I was ever told that when I walked in the room that one of them thought I knew what was coming and I was going to get really violent. So they were like, let's, let's do this differently. How weird, what a weird mind game I of know. would Isn't you do that, all these? Do you think they thought you were going to say no to all those? I don't think so. I just think they were going to come. They just made up a story okay. about why they wanted me to come in. So I they, think like, they pivoted. They pivoted in a moment of panic because they're like, for some right. reason, they thought you were going to be unhinged. I got to tell these people something. I'm going to bring, I'm going to go back and yeah. I'm going to go on tour with like two or three of the guys that I grew up with. You think I'm, I got a presence? These guys, you walk next to them, and if your hair doesn't stand on the back of your neck, you got a problem. Those are tough guys. Well, it's like Sonny Barger said. You never met a tough guy until you meet a tough guy. You're, <laughs> He's right about You're that. very right. Um, but you're not dumb enough to punch somebody that w- it would, no. like, ruin your life like that. Like, no. Like, that's where I go, no, there's no way. I mean, that's, that's like, life-ruining to freak out in an office like that. I'll tell you guys the secret, though. You know how you've both been fired from radio jobs? Here's the secret. Yes. 
get paid so little that they actually forget yeah. you work for them. Yeah. Because move. that's how I lasted at KQ. So that's why I quit so many times. <laughs> is like I knew they weren't going to fire me. Like they couldn't pay anybody smaller amount to like like water the plants at night as well as like run the, you know, do the station, mm -hmm. um, do the overnight. Like I was never scared of firings. I was like, I just get no. paid too little. You're welcome. There's no. your tip of the day. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is, like, radio pays so little, even in positions where you should be getting somewhat paid. Yeah. You know? Like, I remember the afternoon guy before me at 93X, I heard rumblings of his salary before they hired me, and I was like, I make an eighth of what is rumored that guy made. So, and it's, that's probably a little low from what they told me what that guy was making. Yeah, think oh, of yeah. the shoes I followed. I was, like, laughing. Like, people would be like, you must be. I'm like, Haha, no. 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 Well, that whole, those days are all over for radio anyway. Oh, gone. Yeah, for There's sure. There's no money in that yeah. business anymore. Yep. My hope is just Hubbard forgets we exist and just, That's just what keep I'm going hoping. to yeah. a different building. <laughs> It's like office space where there's just a glitch in the system and you just keep getting paid. Yep. For, they don't know why yep. they thought they're you just, fired you. Yeah. When they all showed up here yesterday, I was like, oh, no, they know we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. By the way, they put billboards up in the hallway. I know. I, I got everybody out here going, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> no, it was cute. No, I mean, all Ethan the Ethan other... ran towards it, was very excited. Oh, Ethan, oh, my God. He was wound up yesterday. Mm -hmm. No he was question. So sweet. Ethan's the 37 year old sales guy. Yep. Yes, that's exactly. Yep. He was all excited running down the hall. Tom! <laughs> Trying to get Tom to pick him up. Yes, I'm going to bring him into my arms, no question. I just got a text message from a friend saying, Tom, great part of that story. Both those guys that called you on the phone are dead. Like, oh, that's Jeez. nice. Oh, my God. Well, that was a few years ago. Let me mm -hmm. put it that way. I don't think they died young. Let me put it that way. <laughs> you know, so that was not a problem here. But that's what I love about friends and listeners all just hopping on going, yeah, well, who gives a rant? Well, on? that person's dead. Exactly. <laughs> so who cares? Hey, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I got, I got to read this again because of today. Warmer, a sunny start, increasing clouds, but it's going to be 58 degrees. Thank God. Thursday, partial sun, a few showers with a high of 64. Some clouds, maybe a scattered shower on Friday with a high of 57. I mean, it, that's pretty damn good for the the very end of April, don't you think? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good weather. Yeah. I would. I'll go with a pretty good weather. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just kind of looking around at all the headlines, uh, what's in the, you know, general vicinity. We only got a couple minutes here, so it's a good time to bring this up. <clears throat> I, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm, tr I'm bouncing around trying to find a television news network that I can watch. And so far, I haven't found one. And this morning, it got even worse because I was bouncing around between four of them. It was uh, um, MSNBC, um, Newsmax, Fox, and uh, CNN. Okay. I watched each one of them for about five minutes. You know what I learned this morning by watching four different networks? <clears throat> That apparently, and I guess this is true because they had video of it, so I'm assuming it's true, that the Russian foreign minister was talking about how sad he was that Tucker Carlson got fired. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't see that, but it's very <laughs> funny. What? Okay, so he's all upset, and they got a video of him talking about it in Russian, mm -hmm. so I don't really know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. But they're claiming that he was all upset that, that Tucker got fired. And this guy, Morning Joe, on... Oh, Morning Joe, yeah. What the hell is that? Is it uh, HSN? Maybe it's, I can't it's remember. one what, of those. Yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, one of those talking heads, round table, you know, yeah. 
So, folks, I'm just telling you up front, don't listen. I mean, you want to watch the shows and get some information. That's great. But do not believe a word these people say. They're all just in it for the money, trying to get their ratings up or trying to get Tucker's job or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, it's all you can always trace the motivation back to how can they benefit financially. Uh, yes. Well, Morning Joe this morning, first time I ever watched him. What a nutcase that guy is. Holy Christ. The whole setup feels unhinged. Oh, Am I, I the agree. only one? Like, and again, like, even if your politics don't line up or do line up, every time I've seen clips, it feels like it's just people like postulating in this very weird shaped couch. Yes. And you're like, this is un like these conversations just are weird. You know what he said this morning? Oh no. So we hear about this, you know, they played a little of that video I was just talking about the Russian foreign minister kind of whining that Tucker Carlson got fired. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he was saying anyway. That's what they told me he was saying. Yeah. Uh then I hop over to Morning Joe. <clears throat> I never watched that before. Um and he jumped right to that apparently Tucker Carlson was a Russian foreign agent, and that's why he got fired. Hmm. I'm like, what? Wow. How would I even? Res- like, okay, let's what? imagine. Let's imagine we're sitting with our little, gen- you know, our, our coffee cups, and we're sitting there, and you know, they're morning Joe. They're supposed to kind of do like light, right? Whatever, that would and be nice. Somebody yeah. drops that bomb. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Now, we're also having a segment about almond milk alternatives. Like, I don't even know. Where would you go from there? Where do you go from there? Uh, gulp? Okay, okay. Look, mm-hmm. I got no special interest in Tucker Carlson or Morning Joe or any of these people, but you got to stop with the psych... I mean, you're psych... Your brain's coming apart at the seams. That's yeah. all I'm saying. When you're a Russian spy, you know what you do to stay incognito? You get yourself one of the most famous yes. shows on television sure. and stay that way for a decade. That's how you do it. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. I just, why do they do that to their viewers? Why? I mean, he went on and on about how horrible it is. That, and then he said that Tucker was was extremely anti-cop, which I, I don't know because I didn't watch enough of him to know that. I kind of have a hard time believing the top-rated guy on Fox was anti-cop. Yeah. Do they just make up whatever they want to say and They're like, throw it's time it to cut ties. It's literally succession. They're like, now how can we get away? After we cut ties and make the sacrificial lamb, how do we all prove I never liked him? Oh, yeah. Oh, here's, that's a big deal. Here's the most extreme version of that. Sure. <laughs> Russian spy. So, like, when you eventually get fired, <laughs> I just Again, can't wait. I, will, yes. I can't wait to hear what me and Rudy say about you. Like... Absolutely. I, I think Tom was a Russian spy. That's how it happened. Canadian spy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what yeah. a twist. <laughs> I'm just going to go with headlines. Okay. I'm just, there's five headlines right across here. So when I leave, you have to say that Tom is a Russian spy. He also is trans. Uh, trans. He's yep. also black. He doesn't drink Bud Light anymore. And or drinks it all the time, or, or both. It all the time, or, <laughs> or never touched it and has touched it. I could just take the headlines on my screen right now, put them together, and make a great story about everything that I did wrong and deserve to be fired. Um, I have the gift that you're going to give us Uh-oh. when you get uh, either quit or get fired. This woman did. I post it in our Tom's news stories. This woman who quit her job uh, sent out these candles that say "Sorry for your loss." To all of her coworkers, <laughs> about herself, about herself with a picture like of that. her on there, like, <laughs> hey, and I'm like, that is 
everything. I got no problem with that at all. I think that's wonderful. I know. Actually. Like that, we sh- you guys will have to send out condolences cards. Candles. S- candles. Yeah, make some candles for me when they finally do fire me. Done. This time. So, yeah, I mean, uh, as far as news headlines, I know we got to hit, hit the bricks here in a, a second, but it's pretty much negative, 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 negative. Then this is negative, and that's really negative. Uh, here's another negative rape case. Uh, Singapore man executes man over two and a half pounds a pot. There's not a whole lot of good news this morning here as I'm looking at the national headlines. Uh, You got Sanders is not going to challenge Biden for the nomination. So they, uh, I don't know, whoever thought he would. Did you ever think he would? No. 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 Not at all. No. But it's like one of those like fun news things you throw in there. They're like really out of things to say. I think you're right. They got nothing to talk about, so they just make stuff up as they go along. And again, I, let me say very quickly that if you watch these other shows longer, the Foxes, the CNNs, the uh, Morning Joe, MSNBC, I think he's on, I didn't watch it for very long. So if they talked about other things and explained this or that, I don't know that. It's just I'm, I was on my way out the door. I figured I'd check four different uh, stations to see what they're talking about. And they're all pretty much insane. Well, we appreciate it because me and Rudy definitely are not going to start watching news for oh, you don't. at 5 a.m. Do so. not do it. Mm. It'll so d- if, if anyone's going to have to do it, you're the one who can raise your blood pressure. And I don't even do that anymore because it's so over the top. I'm, I don't even get happy or sad about it. It's mm-hmm. just so way over the top now. Um, do you feel nothing inside? Because that's alarming as well. That's not good. That's not good either. I did bring my saber with me today. Oh, good. So, yeah, no. No, it'll be, I, I guess it'll all work. The only thing I would say, the sadness in this for me, yeah. is that news agencies across the board think that we're morons and will believe anything. Oh, yeah. They really do think that, that we're all really stupid. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. And, like, when the emails come out, when they're like, our listeners are idiots, like, you, uh, you I mean, that's all going to come out. Like, that's all. That's I what's, guess, yeah. yeah. And it's everywhere, so. It is. You're right. Ladies and gentlemen, sunny and 32 right now. It's going to be a pretty pretty decent. I mean, the next few, there might be some sprinkles, but no downpours. 58, 64, and then 57 over the next three days. We'll take that. Like I said, 32 and sunny right now. We'll be right back a couple minutes more. Don Bernard Show. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month 
were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and YZ to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1000 finance on approved credit. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Brand, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Don't tell me how to do it. I know how to tune in. No, you don't. No, I don't. You're absolutely right about that. I just lied. Download the app and you can listen live. What the hell is wrong? I'm working on a jingle. Well, I like it. We need jingles. Remember jingles? Yeah, they still exist, right? I think so. Yeah, there's a few out there. My, uh, you know when you can tell jingles are uh, transcending? When kids sing them all the time. Oh, that's yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my daughter, was out of nowhere, she'll just go, 488-2300-Empire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Empire. <laughs> God, who was it that, I had a friend that was working at the time, Northwest Airlines, and he said, I don't know if I can stay at this job any longer. I said, why not? Because it was a huge airline at the yeah, time. Yeah. So it's a great job because... I don't know how the hell he does it, but every day a guy calls me on a, from a different number, and I answer, and he starts singing me the Northwest Airlines jingle, oh, and then he hangs up. Oh, my. 
un- that would break me as a person. Well, I know. It's like, really? In my head, sometimes when I get really excited, I'll just go, seeking justice for the injured. And by the way, don't get pissed at me. It used to be the name of the airline, so don't be, oh, that's uh, racist and horrible. No, it was the name of the airline at the time because the jingle kind of went, Northwest Orient Airlines. <laughs> just majestic. <laughs> oh, side note, speaking of people calling you a monster. Um, oh, well, this ought to be fun. Well, now this is a 40-minute segment of calling you a monster. No, Angela, one of our listeners, wrote in that uh, she thinks you uh, accidentally lied yesterday. I accidentally lied? This is her email. So today, 525, which was yesterday, Tom said he'd never been to a brewery. Indeed, he has. Oh, I have? I met him at the Rock Bottom Brewery, downtown Minneapolis, what seems like 100 years ago. I believe it was a KQ event. Pass was there as well. Just wanted to clarify, as I know you love to correct him, laughing yes, face. Yes, you do. Okay, well, I got I to gotta ask you something. Yeah. The, the brewery wasn't there. It's just they served. They didn't make the beer on site, did they? I think they do at Rock Bottom. They, they do, but to your credit, Tom, it does not seem like a brewery. It's, a, it's, no. it's more of a restaurant. Technically, yes. <laughs> Granite yeah. City is a brewery as well. Yeah. They make their own. What is? Yeah. Because it's City? Granite City Brewery, yeah. and it's they make it really? there. Yeah, like we had to take when we got when again. I don't know why I'm talking about Granite City so much today. It was a very short-lived career, but we had to like take a tour of the brewery and like learn about the hops. And I remember being like so bored. Yeah, probably why I got fired. I was not into. <laughs> they're like, what kind of beer? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever has the most alcohol, I would take that go. one. I but like um, it. yeah. So Angela has joined the crew of just enjoying correcting you. So. Thank you, Angela. I, I, and I, seriously, I did not know it was a brewery. I, I knew it was called Rock yeah. Bottom Brewery, but I never thought that. You can brew beer downtown Minneapolis in some little space? Yeah, they have. I think they I have like could do that. big windows that you can see the giant oh, you can? metal I distillery all, things. I thought that was cosmetic. I really, I thought it was a, that, to look like a brewery. You, you are a thousand percent correct. It's more like a it's, T, it's like a TGI Fridays with just like vats of you know yeah. brew in the back. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place. Like, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't. It's seem... not. That you're, well, it's not like like Rudy's cool and trendy, and he like goes to like the Northeast Brewery yeah. that has like the cute name. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So I get what you guys are saying. Yeah. But I have a question for you. What was her name again? The woman. Angela. Uh I just found this out, and I it doesn't surprise me. I guess Angela is a Russian spy. I and therefore it felt like that. Like I felt like I should have taken, like not responded to her email. Yes, so I'm sure exactly. I'll get an email at yeah. some point from Hubbard. But yeah, uh, do you guys want to hear the 1970 Northwest Orient radio commercial? Uh, yeah, we, we do. Is, is, no, 1970, I wouldn't have been on it because I'd voiced their commercials for like two years, but not 1970. Okay, yeah, this is the only one that I could find, but oh, yeah, Tom, you were not kidding. Here you go. <laughs> Northwest Orient. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if you're planning a trip to Seattle or Portland, so yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but wow, you weren't kidding. I, I no. never heard that before, but to nope. have the gong in the background. Not whoa. great. Get the gong in there. <laughs> Not great. Don't love Northwest that. Northwest Orient Gong <laughs> Airlines. It is pretty, though. No, that's Sing-songy. Very, very well sung, there's no mm-hmm. doubt about it, but... Yeah, that was a whole different era back then, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Words were used. Smoking on planes. 
Who came up with, or now the Orient is supposed to be all of Asia, is that correct? Well, who came up with the Orient? Why'd they call it the Orient? I don't know. Was that an American deal? Just had to have a name for it or something? Because obviously they didn't call themselves that, otherwise they wouldn't be offended by it. I have no idea. I have no idea the origin of that name in any aspect. No. I don't either. I got no idea. Uh, the only thing I'm seeing here is that this is late Middle English. It's an old French word, uh, Latin from the rising east, is what they say. So, yeah, you're right. So it must just encompass all of Asia. Well, wouldn't right? that be a compliment if it's the rising east? That's a good thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you would think. I don't hmm. understand people. Don't ever say anything to me because I hate you. What? Yeah, look, I, you don't like the word orient. I don't use the word orient. That's the well-oriented. That's a different thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I don't – I guess people find negative stuff. Like if somebody calls me a honky, I don't care. What the hell do I care? Yeah, and the, we like to do it behind your back. Bo-hunk. You know, um, that kind of thing. Although my wife is, is a bo-hunk. Is that hottie? A bo-hunk? No, no, it's a bohemian. But what's a something hunk that's like – like a some? there's a word that is something – I thought Bohunk meant like a, an attractive guy. Well, he's a bohemian guy. Right, Catherine's right. bohemian, but she's not a guy. No, she's not. It all works out in the end. By the way, I'd like to thank all the people that came over here from uh, Hubbard Broadcasting yesterday. We had a little gathering, what, about maybe 25, 30 people, something like that. Mm -hmm. It was so fun. And I would like to point out, uh, I want to thank all the people that came up to me and said, why the hell did your wife marry you? So thank you very much. I know, we had a talk in here, and I was like, are you sure? Yeah, there you Still? go. Thank you. See, there you go. So, 42 years, man. That's all I'm going to have to say to you. People are jumping on the bandwagon. Aaron emailed us, and he is also saying he believes that you did a broadcast uh, at a brewery in Nashville, too. Was that a brewery? <laughs> See, I'm sorry, but I don't pay attention. I guess that's probably true, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it funny? I just think it's funny because it's like a total, you know, it's just people are like, side note, here's Tom, how Tom is also okay. wrong. Well, let me put it this way. When I... If I would go to a brewery, it would be to drink beer. Yeah, yeah. But I don't drink, I know. so that's why I didn't notice that you of could drink. Of course you did it, and of course, right? and I'm just being silly because it's. I, the no, listeners I think it's great. Actually. Like, actually, in 1989, he stopped at a bathroom yeah. and. Uh, Tom's a moron. That's yeah. all. We've learned today that Tom is a moron. Yeah. yeah. Today we learned. Yeah. It was only just today. today. Just popped up today. Ladies and gentlemen, now to talk some sense into all of you, here's Kristen Burt, KB2, as we call her. Good morning. I'm being attacked mercilessly on the that air today. That is not anything new. really isn't. I just, now, Kristen, I got to ask you this. You got to straighten this out for me. Have you watched the news this morning? I have not watched the news. You're I've read the news dude. on my phone, but not watched it. You're a lucky person because apparently this morning Joe guy on MSNBC. I only watched for like about a minute and a half, so maybe, maybe I missed something. But he was basically on there claiming the reason that Tucker Carlson got fired is because he's a Russian foreign agent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I what? That's what it is. I think it's okay. the 90 recordings that his ex-producer has on him with potentially some damning evidence. I think that's one of the reasons he got fired. Against Tucker? Evidence of what? Well, um, if you, and this is going back to the Dominion lawsuit. Oh, um, okay. 
And, it, you know, talking a lot about um, him saying one thing behind the scenes in terms of saying, like, I don't believe that um, the election was, you know, fixed or anything else like that. And then right. going on the air and saying, oh, my God, the election was stolen. And also working behind the scenes with some key Trump uh, aides and things like that, saying, how, what can we do? What, how can we, like, fix this narrative? So there were things going on that sort of played into all of this. Do you know any nationalist people who don't lie? <laughs> Seriously, on the local news, they don't lie. But on the national, all I hear are lies on the national news. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, that's the one thing I, I keep saying, like, focus in on your local papers, your local yeah, broadcast, yeah. because they are giving you the heartbeat of what is happening in your community. And if we lose these, we lose Examples of the truth. And I, I think that's the, the big concern because, you know, on a national level, you're looking for ratings. It's really about it's dollars driven right, right. and it's everyone has to outdo each other. And especially in the era of Donald Trump. And I, I think I said this on the family yesterday. I just said whether you were for or whether you were against him, everyone leaned into the Donald Trump narrative because mm -hmm. it created chaos but it also created a lot of advertising dollars because people were watching oh yeah lots of money was made on that deal yeah so i just again i don't have a dog in this fight i've i've talked to tucker carlson on the phone a couple times on when i was at the queue never met him in person i don't know him or I, so i'm not trying to defend anybody but to go from this to this to this that's a that's a big leap going all the way from the biggest guy wasn't didn't he have the biggest show on any of the network yeah, and, and on services. Monday night, his first night off the air, Fox News, although it still won the night, they did see a huge drop in ratings. Yeah. So they're going to have to find another superstar to replace him. And But Fox News knows how to develop their talent to reach that level. So I'm not concerned about that. Um, but I do hope we see a shift on both sides. And I'm not just yeah, pointing I agree. this at Fox. I hope we see a shift in how we report the news and delivering just the facts and letting people to decide for themselves. Cause I don't know where critical thinking went out the window and people just want to be told like what you should think, because that that's crazy. You should be able to form your own opinion. <laughs> no, I agree completely. I, I really wish the national news would stop lying to people because this morning I watched four different channels for a couple of minutes each. And basically they were lying. All of them. They just were, I guess at minimum they were stretching the truth. I guess that's a good way to put it. Right. So, yeah, why and so it's up to us to be more proactive in how we're getting and digesting yeah, our news. And I yeah. think that's what's really important. And I have this discussion with my dad all the time because he's a Fox News watcher. And like, and a couple times he's even sent me photos. And I and he was like, this is Los Angeles. I can't believe you live here. And I went and did just a Google search. I'm like, Dad, this is Paris. This Fox told you that this was a photo of Los Angeles and it's a photo of Paris. Because I looked at it. I'm like, this doesn't look like... Why a, would they do know, that? I don't... They wanted to make a point about the homeless issue. I'm like, you can make what a point of the homeless issue with the photo of Los Angeles and not making it Paris. But I knew that God. wasn't our geography. And I said, you have to be really careful about what you're reading and digesting. And I'm telling him this as a journalist. <laughs> I understand. I'm very cautious. But look, if I'm watching the deal and I'm supposed to be uh, looking at... Uh, New York or whatever, and maybe the Eiffel Tower shouldn't be in there. Yeah, you're, yeah, I, I get right. what you're saying. They do it in a sneaky way where they go. Oh, like, do they? Well, they go like. 
the homelessness in Los Angeles is is through the roof and it's catastrophic. And they just show pictures of homeless people. Oh. Like B-roll. Yeah, in the worst situations possible. And then yeah. if somebody were to come back and go, hey, this isn't Los Angeles, they go, well, we know it's not Los Angeles. We, we never that. said it was Los Angeles. We didn't label it. We, didn't, we just said this is a picture of a homeless person. So, yes, it's a very sneaky backdoor way that they get it done. It's terrible. Yeah, and that's a really good way, Rudy, you're pointing out, like, how they just slightly, you know, alter your, your reality and don't buy into that. So just be really cautious. I just tell people like, just go to the news sources that are non-biased, just hand you the facts and then you decide how you feel about that situation. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to call on the news site and go, that's not St. Paul, that's Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? Or, Dad, maybe come visit your daughter in Los Angeles and see it for yourself. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you have and it. And it was so funny because I'm like, this is a tent community by the Sen, Dad. It is not. <laughs> like, we don't have the Sen here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Will anybody ever calm down? Relax. They can lie to you. The more you get worked up, the easier it is to lie to you. I hope you understand that. Do you think people do understand that? No. no. I, I mean, just Jesus. No, but I, I, but this is why I'm hoping like things like this, like whether it is you know Don Lemon getting fired for some a totally different reason, but you're kind of seeing like how he's treating his coworkers behind the scenes because people are like Democrats are all like equality and blah blah blah. Well, you know what? Guess what? You can be on a left leaning network and still be misogynistic. <laughs> you can be part of yeah. the LGBT community. And still be misogynistic. And, you know, and then you have Tucker Carlson of how they're stretching the truth. Like exposing these things just shows you that there's a lot of cookie, like hands in the cookie jar, like sort of manipulating the news and how we're digesting it and how we're absorbing it and how they're telling you how to feel. So I got to tell you one good thing that did happen this morning. We did get a good line out of this whole thing this morning. There's a news site called Newser, N-E-W-S-E-R. It's a pretty, you know, left-leaning deal. So they don't really, they don't really pounce on people though on there. Maybe they do, but I just don't see it. But I, they seem to be pretty even keel to me, right? And they had the best headline of maybe the month, the entire month of April this morning. You ready? I'm ready. The headline: Why CNN soured on lemon? Ah! <laughs> what do you think? Now that's a great, yeah. There you. Thank you very much. The drum How about beat. CNN squeezes lemon? Squeezes them out. There you go. Oh, you're getting the, the rim shot, too, so that's good. <laughs> I'm like, I have to write headlines for a living sometimes. So. Do you think <laughs> many, do you think many, many people listen to this show because they know you're not lying to them about the news? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to deliver accurate news. And it's also why I like to, especially when it comes to entertainment, telling everyone what goes on behind the scenes. Like, yeah. this, you know, this is what's happening. But guess what? This is like how PR works or this is how right. celebrities call the paparazzi and create and craft their narrative if they're in a scandal. You should know that. So instead of just saying, well, I saw this happen. Well, guess what? There was a publicist that talked to People magazine and was quoted as a source. Or, you know, we're seeing things like, especially with like the Scandaval and Vanderpump rules, we're seeing that play out. You see them like talking randomly to a photographer. I'm like, paparazzi are not hanging out in Van Nuys, California people. They called them to meet them at a certain place so that they can get their side of the story out. I've got to ask you a question. And I couldn't wait to talk to you this morning because I saw the, the promo for it this morning while I was watching all these news stations. People are still interviewing Kim Kardashian. 
Yes. What the hell could she possibly add to anything? I am so excited you brought this up because I kind of had it at a topic a few weeks ago and I kind of forgot yeah, about it. Yeah, right. The Kardashians right now, and, and Kris Jenner is is Kim Kardashian's mom. A lot of people know who she is. Right. But she's considered the momager, the person who has crafted their entire storyline and made them billionaires. And I think what's interesting is that they are seeing a major drop in their relevancy. Oh, and I can see that. Yep. The Kardashians are starting to panic a little bit. And this is going to sound really weird, but if over the weekend, Sophia Richie, that is Lionel Richie's daughter, got married and had this beautiful wedding that was covered by Vogue and people got so excited, TikTok was going nuts. On the same, at around the same time, Hulu dropped the episode where Kourtney Kardashian, which is the oldest Kardashian daughter, um, getting married to Travis Barker and nobody cared about it. Oh. Even though it happened months ago, um, in normal times, like if you go back even like two or three years, people would have been fixated or hyper fixated on Kourtney Kardashian's wedding. Right, right. Instead, we've moved on to the next generation of influencers. Uh, and I think yeah. that's why you're probably going to see Kim being interviewed quite a bit lately. And she's talking about in these interviews, I think I want to pivot to a full time lawyer. Will she? Probably not. No. But that is the headline that they want to get across that. Look at I'm serious and I'm focused about my career. I'm not just a woman who poses in her skims undergarments on Instagram. You know, it's so bad though that a guy like me, I don't know anything about the Kardashians other than their filthy pigs, whose father helped a guy get away with double murder. But you know, other than that, that's a really nice family. <laughs> I, I just the second that I saw the promo, I went, they must be in big trouble because why would anybody give a rat's ass about what Kim Kardashian has to say? Who cares? It's true. Their relevancy is going down. It's gone. And yeah. I, I think that they're they're in a panic because they see it happening. They see their engagement dropping. They're seeing some of their sales probably dropping all the businesses that they have. And it's been a long era for this. And especially for females, they have influenced fashion and beauty culture, oftentimes in a derogatory way where, where women have been changing the shape of their body and their face to emulate the Kardashians. Oh, and Ugh. I hope we step out of this era and into a more natural era. It's fine if you want to do Botox and everything else, but trying to create yourself into someone who you aren't to look like a beauty ideal for billionaires who are spending lots of money on their, on their care of their body and their face. Right. It's not healthy. All right, just more great news for all of us. That's all I have to say, KB, too. And I know you guys interviewed Vicki Lawrence yesterday, which is amazing, but everyone Sweetheart. don't forget the Carol Burnett special is tonight on NBC. Magnet. We had Pat Boone and Vicki Lawrence on in the same uh, seven-day period. I mean, true icons. That's incredible. Uh, no question about it. Thank you, my dear. We'll talk to you soon. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Have I known her long enough to call her my dear? Of course. Well, yeah, some, guys, some people get upset by that now. Um, it's a compliment. I mean, my dear is a lot better than a lot of things. You, my dear is fine. It's cute. It's fine. And also, your guys' relationship. 11 years. Yeah. It's like, she can tell. You can say, my dear. And I think if she didn't like it, she'd tell you. I think what she's the type. Why don't I do this? Listen, you strumpet. What do you think of that? Should I go that route? <laughs> yes, yes. Victorian age slurs. I yes, love it. Yes, exactly. We shall be right back right after this. News continues. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He did not stop by simply creating the best pillow. He created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. I'm busy, I said. 
Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. I said sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, which they're great, as a matter of fact. The towel sets, magnificent, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146. That's 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, T-O-M, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy, too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Bundling and saving with GEICO is an easy choice, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like, what's the best animal in the world if not humans? I'd strongly consider ducks to be somewhere up there on the list. Think about it. Ducks can swim, ducks can fly, and ducks can walk on land. They have access to all terrains. They are the ultimate animal. And they wiggle their butts when they walk, which is funny. Yeah, ducks are awesome. End of story. Bundling and saving with Geico. It's an easy choice. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Man, we got the timing down now. You nailed it. I like it. Did you pee in a bucket in the hallway? No, I made it all the way to mid. One thing, uh, the layout of the whole deal, if I thought it through, I would have moved further down the hall because we couldn't be further than the, from the men's and women's room. Well, that's not mm-hmm. true. Women's is not that far away. No, the women's you is not. You guys got right. around the corner. Yeah, so I should have gotten one closer to the to the head, as they say. I say we put a we've got a third room. We put a bucket in there. It's our emergency bathroom. That's Tent City in there. Have you never noticed? The yeah, tent but don't in you there? think Tent City would wouldn't mind to have a little bathroom corner? By the way, this Tent City uh, has got restrictions. You cannot be over six years old. Well, that's weird because I've definitely thought about taking a nap there, so I feel <laughs> attacked. A shock. shock of the century. I want to get you guys' take on this whole uh, Minnesota House passes recreational marijuana bill and vote a 71 to 59. What does this mean? Do you guys know what this means, or should we get an expert on about it? Oh, well, let's I don't get, get an it. expert. Who would be an expert on hitting the pipe? Okay, I always think any lawyer, I think <laughs> Michael Bryant, 
But I don't know if he. I'll text him. And I don't see think he hits the pipe. Yeah, I say I got a lot of friends, some relatives, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people I know that could probably be experts on hitting the pipe. Like yeah. the jail room lawyers type of like, I can tell you how much you can hold and how whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's because right. I don't. Does this mean there are going to be stores now like there are everywhere in other states? Yes. So you will have dispensaries, absolutely. The, the dispensaries, and you don't need a permit or any of that stuff anymore. Walk right in. You got a valid 21 and older license. You're good to go. So what are they going to do with all these medical marijuana outlets? Well, that is the other thing I was wondering about because I know Bachman's, you yeah. Know, yeah, Bachman's yep. had a, a deal with the state that they were going to grow it. And that had lasted for, I don't know, must have been the last four or five years now. Right. So who knows what's going to happen with that? Unless they become a supplier. Yeah. Like maybe they yeah. have a thing that they become a supplier and they help regulate it. And they may even have a thing where, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but hey, if you are going to sell marijuana in the state of Minnesota, it has to be grown in the state of Minnesota. You can't have it some, from oh, somewhere really? else. So maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. And then on top of it, I wonder, because does insurance cover anything in that? So if they want to go the insurance route. I don't know. They might want to go the med, you know medical marijuana route because then they'll at least still cover it. But yeah, they probably will have to keep them both. Then won't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would think in some yeah, some, some of them at least. Yeah. Is there anybody that you really like in the Minnesota House that you want me to check and see if they voted the right way or not? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I thought, do was there anybody I like in the Minnesota House is laughable? I, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, hi. What's the program director's name again here, uh, Hubbard? Are you talking about uh, Dan Seaman? No. no. Well, no, he's above the program. Oh, oh, oh program director. Big shot. Oh, Amy Daniels? Amy Daniels. I just ran down the list. says right here, Daniels voted no. Oh, <laughs> I knew there was something about her. What a prude. She's not chill. Narc. She's not chill at all. She's not chill. She's not sending out chill vibes. Well, that, that's kind of sucks, though, that they only put the last name, so they just assume it was you that voted. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know a whole lot of people in our Minnesota house. I really don't know many of these people. <laughs> I just go with whoever is from my hometown. And yeah. I, if yeah. I, listen, if you voted, however you voted, that's who I'm going to be usually behind. There you have it. So here's how it, the whole thing shapes up. The Minnesota House on Tuesday passed a 300-page bill that would allow adults 21 and older to buy, sell, and use marijuana. Joining nearly two dozen other states that have legalized the cannabis plant for recreational use. God, it's half the United States now, huh? Mm-hmm. I did not know it was that many, many spots. Uh, it passed Tuesday afternoon, 71-59 vote, with two Republicans joining all but one Democrat in supporting the proposal. Um, lawmakers started debating it Monday night before adjourning and resuming discussion the next day. Minnesotans deserve the freedom and the respect to make their own decisions about cannabis use. Our current laws have failed, said Representative Zach Stevenson, a DFLer from Coon Rapids, who is the bill's author. Thanks, Uncle Uncle Zach. Thanks, Zachy. <laughs> Zachy. We should get him on. Should we get him on? Zach attack. We could have a Zach attack. Exactly right. We try to track him down. Uh, the proposal would create a new state office of cannabis management uh, tasked with oversight. Minnesotans looking to cash in on the new business would apply for state licenses to grow, manufacture, or sell marijuana dispensaries. At dispensaries, of course. It allows a person to keep one and a half pound. <laughs> you brought this up yesterday, Rudy. A one and a half pound. Pounds of flour. Why the hell would you need that much flour? I have no idea. That's yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, it's like a suitcase, isn't yeah. it? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. Jesus. Well, God bless you. While the flour in their homes grow up to eight plants and have two ounces in a public place, two ounces also. That's a hell of a lot. Yeah. People don't realize two ounces a pot is a lot of pot. 
Is it? Yeah. Doesn't anybody wait? Yeah. We oh, yeah. T- we talked about it yesterday. It's about a Ziploc bag. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Busting yeah. at the seams is like yep. two ounces of weed. Yep. Eh. It's true. Uh, let me see. It's a rather interesting story. The legislation, which is the culmination of hours of testimony and 16 committee hearings, would also automatically expunge low-level cannabis convictions and set up an expungement board to consider felony offenses. It's a move that supports, uh, supporters say reflects a core goal of the bill, righting the wrongs of Canada's pro- prohibition that is disproportionately... They had to do it. Uh-oh. Disproportionately harm people of color. Can they prove mm. that? I mean, I think so. How would they prove that? I mean, I think that there's, there's numbers to that one, right? i got to be honest with you, and I'm going to ask Tevin when he comes in later on today because yeah. he's such a brilliant man. If I were a person of color right now, I'd be getting really sick of everybody using my skin color. I really would be sick of it. Yeah. Because they're only doing it so you'll vote for them. Yeah, no. That's the only reason they're doing it. I mean, I agree with you, like, when we talk about it some of the times, but I would think that if they're saying that more people have been arrested for these, like, small amounts of possession in black communities and white communities, then that one doesn't seem as crazy Do you think that's true? Probably, yeah. See, I don't know anything about busted. Who the hell's the last? When's the last time you heard somebody getting busted for cannabis? But that's the thing. Like, if it's a decision that is made on like a human level, right? Like the officer right. has discretion. Yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm sure, and not necessarily on purpose. There's an accidental like bias for even checking for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sh- you know what I mean? I, it could even be a slight one or whatever, but I'm sure that in small amounts, it's happened more in black communities than white communities. See, I'm not so sure of that. Maybe it has. I'm not saying yeah, it yeah, hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go either way with it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't if it's a numbers it. thing, this one wouldn't be that hard to prove. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I Normally, I mean, a lot of times it happens, I go, I agree. But this one, I think you could probably just look at numbers. You think it's because of the growing up in the North Side? I never, ever saw anybody get busted for having cannabis back in the 1960s even. Yeah. Nobody cared. No. Well, DUIs, they used to just bring you home. Yeah, they did. Yeah. How right. funny is yeah. that? Which well, is not a good idea. Not a good idea, but no. then they realized, like, we can start making money off of this, and then that's when people started getting in trouble for it. Absolutely. Well, and a lot of people, you know, if you were somebody like me who still likes to believe that, like, that one was hopefully people die from it, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's a safety. But I'm sure it's more jaded than that. I'm sure it's exactly what you're saying. Um, not many people die from smoking weed. Like, that. there's just not... It's not going to happen as much. Like you said, the Cheech and Chung joke about the car going too fast Phenomenal. is a good example. We're you parked, should say man. it. Yeah, we were parked, man. <laughs> that is terrific. I, like I said, we'll get through the whole deal. Once yeah. it, but I, I got to be honest with you. I would not care for being brought. Stop bringing my skin color up yeah. just so you can make money off it or get votes from it. Totally. I, I would not care for that at all. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Matter of fact, from now on, whenever anybody comes on the show, I'm going to, like when Tevin comes in today. Oh, God. What are you going to say? Tevin's to here. You know, he's a person of color. I'm going to just throw that out there. Right. You know, I'm going to get that, get, get that cooking. What do you think? I think that it is an interesting way you're going to present him. <laughs> Tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mike Gelfand, a liberal Jew. I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to label everybody. What do you think? And I'm that white slut. And white <laughs> slut? I don't know about the slutty part, but... Hey. No, we, just, we decided that when any, 
anybody comes on the show, we're going to label them by their skin color, their religion. We're going to tell you all about them mm-hmm. just to make sure that you're not deeply offended by, you know, listeners aren't deeply offended by some scumbag we have on the show. Right? I, it's, it'll be an interesting way we're going to live. Yes, indeed. But I am, I really honestly got him sick to death. Stop begging for votes. But you're right. Yeah. God, it's disgusting. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I would I'd go with embarrassing. No question about it. So, yeah, uh, uh, this story goes on and on and on and talks about people who are for it, people who are against it, all the rest of it. Does anybody know when this will start, when these first dispensaries will be opening? Uh, I don't think that, well, the bill passes now, but I think August 1st is usually when all the new legislation oh, yeah. goes into effect. Yep. So, yeah. So we're, doing, we're talking May, June, July. You got, you got 100 days, 105 days, let's say. Mm-hmm. And they will be open by then? I imagine, yeah, probably yeah. at least some sort of rickety version of them. But, yeah, they'll get going. Yeah, I mean, I, to tell you the truth, and it, isn't it kind of weird because you know, there was some concern about that because when I quit drinking, and, you know, that's something maybe Brittany can talk about as well, um, I didn't want to take any sleep medications anymore or any of that stuff, but I started using cannabis to yeah. go to sleep, and it works like a charm. Why don't I... Why am I not over the top? Well, but I was told by the people at these the, the, the clinic and all that stuff, I said, Tom, you're not an alcoholic. You just, when you drink, you're a psychopath. That's all it was, you know. <laughs> so, see, people have asked, well, how can you do cannabis if you're, you can't drink? But there's a big difference. I don't get aggressive when I take cannabis, what I did when I used to drink alcohol. You know, and it's so funny. So, like... I formally went to rehab, and I'm one of those, like, you know, people that will fall in the line of, I'm an alcoholic, fine with it, love that, great, whatever. It's been over 10 years of me not drinking. It's the right game plan for me. Right. And so I am some in that world where, um, you know, if I go to meetings, and there are, there are two extreme kind of views on this. There are some... Uh, people in the addiction community that will say, if you take anything, you are relapsing. You are whatever. And then there's the other side, like me, it's like, do you. Do whatever works. Like, you don't need to put yourself in any sort of – if you want to take an edible, okay. If you – whatever. If you want to, you know – and there are people, too, where they won't even take pain meds. Oh, yeah, I don't. For things, like, that they need them for because they're like, I won't do anything. And, again – to live by anybody else's rules, whatever works you for you. Can't, you absolutely. can't. You need if you want to sleep and take that's whatever. And if you want to, there's so many people that have weird hang-ups on what other people do. Like there are people that will straight up tell oh, you that you are, you are, yeah. So it's just do whatever you need to do. That's what I, I think. That's really good advice. Not everybody's the same. Well, I'm not like you. You're not like me. Calm down. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.